This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Folks, and welcome to Twinovation, a podcast for your schemes, your dreams, your misdemeanors, your cons, your grift, your hustles. Any way you're trying to make that money, we're here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my nifty, shifty, evil twin brother, El Jefe the Chefe Tugboat, Jeff Rosenberg. Oh, my string's about to go off the rails. <laughs> choo, choo. And an hour and a half uh, <laughs> south of me, she resides in the dirtiest of jerseys. No, uh, David, I don't. She is Dame Von Anna Merida Nikolic Dutch. She's Anna. Anna, what's up? Uh? Hey. Pretty <laughs> peeved true. at you for coming so late. Yeah, well, that's sort of a behind-the-curtains view that people can only see no, on the Patreon. No, I think people should know. I think people should know. No, you are a bit late way. here, David, with the, you know, oh, oh, what are you doing? Mowing your mother's dinner with mother. Who ate the shells? <laughs> what do you mean, the shells? The muscle oh, the muscles. Does she make people wait? Are you like, is that an inside joke that Jeff's not privy to? I'm a dirty, filthy guy that eats the shells of the mussels. You had mussels homemade? No. In a restaurant, Jeffrey. Jesus. No, oh. at five o'clock, Jeff, they were at like a restaurant. So I that's see. I see. Happy hour. Yes. She's starting starting early, aren't you? Yeah, Dave? they were waiting at the door right. at four fifty nine. Happy hour somewhere. Mm hmm. It's a real shame. Micro, the, the best muscles in Hamden, Connecticut. <laughs> they said if we give them a shout out, they'll give us a free second round of bread on our next visit. <laughs> <laughs> they charge two dollars for the, the extra bread. What do you think about that? Do you kind of for extra like bread? That. I think that's for extra fun. bread. So you got to kind of, you, you sort of skim that $2 off the tip at that point. Yeah, I agree, actually. I think that's kind of rude. Bread is one of those things. Like, they give prisoners bread for free. Like, bread and water. is Like, that should be free at a restaurant. Like, that's yeah, part of the cost of being that. open. What else comes with the muscles? Does it come with noodles or not? No, it doesn't come with noodles. Jeff, it comes with that good broth that you can only soak off with some nice bread. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Bread Bring should your own be bread. free. BYOB. I I love it. I so, love it um, and I and I need it and I live it and I love it. I'm glad that you were able to make it home. And uh yeah, should we talk about our uh great week away, David? Mm, of course. Yes, Anna Anna and I, as you all know, we're vagabonds. Uh we travel the world. Uh, letting people know what what the best restaurants are to eat at. Uh, we let people no. know what the finest breweries are in each county of every state. Uh, we're really, cool. yeah, it is pretty cool, I Jeff. Think the brothers Halcyon are doing that. Halcyon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the brothers Halcyon indeed, and I'm meeting them for a drink quite soon. So we're going to discuss some oh. uh, 
We're going to discuss so some you come late joint, for, um, joint um, ventures. having drinks and you're leaving early and rushing the pod <laughs> to go to your next drinks. So that's <laughs> good. What kind of a booze crawl are you doing here on a, on a Wednesday? Yeah, Boozing. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, but just as a warning, don't drink and drive out there, folks, unless you're cool like me. <laughs> oh, God, David, no. It's so irresponsible. It's so dangerous where you live, too. It's like all hills. It's like all wet hills, even if it's not raining. It's just like dark, slick hills in the woods. Boy, yo, 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 not Dude, uh, my My tires stick to the road. And this ends up being the last the last podcast we do. I <laughs> oh, fucking God. Wrap my skull around a tree. That's Dave. Not, Dave. Don't but, be doing that type uh, of stuff. All right. Let's talk about our uh, trip, speaking of our deaths. Uh, so, yeah, we booked this uh, kind of expensive Airbnb uh, up in Andy's area that we were really excited about with Joe, a uh, friend of the pod, Joe. Friend uh, of the pod. Haven't seen Joe in over a year, so it was like... Like the first friend post COVID that we were seeing. And uh, yeah, we were really psyched about this uh, week that we were going to spend together in the wilderness. And so we were driving up to the house. Like, uh, there was no indication. This house had good reviews, by the way. It was, this was like a 4.97, I want to say. Like, or maybe it was a 4.92. 4.92 out of 5 on Airbnb. Like, and it had like, I want to say like 60 something reviews. Like it was like a solid, solid profile. Like there was no reason to think that this was going to be in any way weird. So we like pulled up to the house as we're like coming up and right directly across the street, like as we're pulling into the driveway for the property, we imagine a junkyard with like a a house, a junkyard that has a house on it. Right. Like, so it's like, just a really like decrepit, like a bunch of crap, just like littered, all scattered throughout on a yard. Then a house. But they're selling it? They're not selling it. It's theirs. Gotcha. And a gigantic banner that says Trump 2024, I'll be back. And yeah, then a this. giant Trump flag that says Trump 2024, no more bullshit. <laughs> and maybe like six or seven pig people all like littered across like the front yard, right? Like so my family's been here a long Yeah. Long so we're like, time. oh my God, holy shit. But you know, this like house had like a long driveway, like a really big yard. So it wasn't like the house was so close to the street where like we would be have to be like, you know, facing them the entire time. Like it was a pretty private property. So we're like, oh, God, OK, that's like a little bit scary, but whatever. Uh, we're not going to have anything to do with them. Right. So we get into the house. We're like, cool, cool, cool. We're looking around. We're noticing, huh, there's no key. And then it's like reading a, on the listing. There's nothing about a key. It just says that. The house is unlocked when you get there and leave it unlocked when you leave. So I'm like, That's what how we used the to do fuck? In the old country. We're looking everywhere. There's no key anywhere. None of the obvious places. None of the, the hidden locked? places. Oh, you're saying so when you leave, you can lock it? 
you can only lock it when you're inside, like from the inside. You can't lock it when you leave. Like we realized that like within the first like 10 minutes of getting there because there was no key. And then when we realized there was no key, it's like we looked at the listing and he makes no mention of a key there either. And it kind of sounds like he's Some saying like- country is safe country Well, like though. fuck, like we don't have a key. So we're like, we all look right. look out for our own. Yeah, so that was, like, a huge concern, but, like, I hadn't texted him or anything yet because we're like, well, this is a nice house that's, like, on the river. It's beautiful. There's so much nature. Dave and I were, like, pretty happy with the location itself other than the neighbors. So we were like, fine, let's just wait for Joe to get here, and, like, I'm sure, like, you know, we'll see what he thinks about the key situation, but we're not planning on going out that much anyway, so I'm like, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm so sure Joe Dave was just depends on the muscle deals. Oh, I found out that Joe. I found out about so much about Dave, like uh, on this trip. Like he's so much more of a scaredy cat than I really oh, like Dave, ever Dave thought. Very frightened, scared of his he's own shadow. He's so scared. Yeah, he's such a frady cat. So, so anyway, Joe gets there. So and I've then, survived this long. <laughs> yeah. So barely. He, he pulls in and we're like so excited. We haven't seen each other in over a year. Like we're so happy. Like we come up to the the porch. Like we're going to like smoke a bowl, like relax, like, you know, rejoice, like in seeing each other finally. And we're, we're just settling down on the beautiful, pristine, private porch to do that. And all of a sudden it's out. It's like two like loud ATVs, like, which sounds like a fucking, they sound like lawnmowers, you know? It's like two mm. loud ATVs, like, suddenly come, like, barreling down um on the property. Oh, and I forgot to mention that also, like, there had also been some weird guy that, like, slowly drove by in a pickup truck um soon after dave and i had arrived but very he, scary stuff. he didn't wave and so we didn't know if it was the owner of the house or not that was whatever and the no key thing so we were a little bit on edge but whatever we're like mm -hmm. we'll, see, we'll see joe when he gets here that's fine so joe and we're all hanging out we're relaxing a little bit and these atvs suddenly come coming down to the house and it's like dusk at this point so down it's a little driveway or on the lawn on the lawn they come down on our lawn which is like a, it's a private house of this only house there you know and there's a fence around on either side so it's like you're only coming to this house now right we're like what the fuck like who is that yeah these two teenagers come driving down all the way up to the house while we're sitting on the porch and just stop right in front of the house and just turn off the ATVs and they're staring at us, just like staring, no. like silently, not saying anything. Dave? So yes, we're like, true. so we're like, what's up? And they're like, nothing. And just like still staring. And Did then, you say nothing? yeah, nothing. They said nothing. And then like stood there still staring then how far like, away are they from you 20 yards mm, yeah let's say that like not that far at all like, you have to raise your voice to so they can hear you only the thing slightly. is you, you, you they were so loud with how their quad there was sounded. a river yeah and the quad coming up and then there had been the river in front there's like the little river between us and them at least and that's like makes noise but like they were they were right there they were right up you to got the a house river between you guys though 
It's not a river. It's like a stream. Like right. okay, I see, I see. All right. So nothing. go on. My so family's he, been here a long, long. So then he says nothing, and then and then keeps staring, and then Joe like is like, "What do you want?" Like or whatever, and then and then they like drove started started to drive away but like going in circles and like driving around like using the front yard our front yard as like a track like they're like playing they're not playing though because they're like 16 year olds like so they're like you know on the atvs like going around on the front yard and it's like loud as fuck and we're like what the fuck like they're like just intimidating us like coming down here and being like we're gonna use this yard as like our fucking atv track but it what the fuck like do we working. do so then I I'm like, you know what? And we don't have a fucking key. It was it was really intimidating. It was scary. It was like they were trying to be intimidating. So we I was like, fuck this. Like the, the guy, we had already seen the guy driving on the yard, like who didn't say anything to us either. We didn't, we we realized we didn't have a key. Joe was totally freaked out also. So we're like, oh my God, we have to text this guy. I was so bummed because we've been like, we are building up this new Airbnb profile. Like we have this great profile. We got a great review for our house in Maine. And then it's like, now we have to like fucking problems with this house. So text the guy, tell him like, hey, uh, there's these two teenagers that just came down and like, came up to the house in like a confrontational, like intimidating way. And now are like riding around on the yard in front of the house on these like ATVs. Like, um, what should we do? Also, there's no keys, which, you know, can you give us a key? Cause we don't have a key to lock up when, if we ever need to go anywhere, the guy ignores everything I'm saying about the fucking key and just says, Oh, those are like the kids from across the street. Yeah, like, we're like, oh, great. R- like, those kids from dangerous. across the street. He's <laughs> like, I, I, they've been told they're not supposed to come on our property. I'm calling the police right now. And so, like, then I was like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, no. Like, uh, but but then, I don't know. Like, we were going back and forth. Like, we don't want the police. But also, yeah, it's like, what do we do? Whatever. Like, how do we get rid of them? I kind of wish Dave he would have just blue. come. He should have just come I and fucking blue. got rid of them. But he's he called the police and and we I even texted being like that the police aren't necessary if you could just tell them to leave and he's like no they've been told about this like um I'm, I'm I called them already so we're like fuck well he's like they won't come to your house they know that they need to go to the house across the street don't worry so we're like okay so we're like sitting on the porch we're like totally like shaken up like these kids like you know drive off like eventually and we think like oh okay. The cops must have come, like they must have got a text or something from their parents, like something, you know, this is being handled. And then like a half an hour later, like the cops come, of course the cops come to our house. Mm -hmm. Like, and and now we're like, you know, we're trying to like smoke and drink and like relax. And it's like, we are, we got confronted by these fucking redneck teenagers. And now the fucking cops are here. So the the, the cop, uh, it was a woman cop. She was alone. She was very nice. Like she seemed to be on our side of things. Like she was like, is it the house across the street? Like she was like horrified by them. And so, and it's like, and we had to give a description. It's like one of the kids looked like the guy in Matilda that gets forced to eat the cake, like big, fat, like sunken eyes, like guy, you know, the Matilda, Matilda cake guy is exactly. He's sweet though. But he's sweet in the movie, but imagine him being scary in like 16. That's what one of them looked like. Yeah, and the other one looked kind of like, I imagine, like Dave when he was 15. Yeah, the other one was more of a string bean, but you could tell, he's the one that probably had the weapon or something, you know? So he's carrying a knife. 
so the, we tell the cops, whatever. The cops say they're going to go talk to them. The cops leave. We think, okay, maybe now this really is. Now it's like 8.30. Like now, like you know, it's been like hours at this point. Now we think, okay, we can re- the night can really finally begin. We can really relax. We start to drink or smoking or hanging out. And then like half an hour later, in the dark, at like nine o'clock, pitch dark, we see the headlights from the ATVs coming back down to the fucking house. And the fucking kids, Dave was shitting a brick. We all were. It was so scary. They come down on the other side. Still, like, they came down right along the property line, right along um, the other side of, like, the short, like, like little wire fence that was, like, dividing the properties. They, he, they drove down right as far as they could down to the house on the, just on the other side of this fence and cut the lights on their, they turned off the power on the ATV and they fucking sat there watching us in the dark. No, like, revving at that point, though, are they? No, they're not revving. They're silently sitting there watching us from across the property line. How far away, Dave? 40, 50 yards. Like, I have a video of this. I have a video of this. I'll show you. It's fucking... Do you want me to send... Oh, but your phone can't work. It's we'll fucking post it on the socials. Yeah, we'll post it on socials for Twino to show what I'm talking about. It's uh, fucking pretty terrifying. So... Keep in mind, too, I'm still texting. I asked the guy a second time about the key, and he fucking ignored me and kept saying stuff about um about these these neighbors and complaining about these neighbors and, and, ta- and saying sorry about them and, like, not saying anything about the key. And I was starting to get pissed, but it's like, are we going to lose? We had paid kind of a lot of money for this week. It's like, do we lose the money? This guy's obviously mm-hmm. a weirdo. Like, this is a weird situation. Like, what do we do? You lose all the service fees and all the other shit if you cancel anyway. It's like, I, I felt like... This is going to ruin the vacation if we have to leave. Like, but it's already kind of ruined anyway because this is happening. So we go, uh, we like board up the house with like everything we can, like at night. Like, we did like home alone traps, like the first night. <laughs> Every night we were there basically because we were so scared of these people coming back. And, um, and we were going back and forth for so long about should we call the cops again? But then it's like we're going to be dealing with the cops all night. These people were shooting guns at two in the fucking morning. Like they were, these people were fucking terrifying. We, we survived somehow this entire week. After that first night, they didn't come back. Like, but like the second night. Tell them about night, the, ac- the, the yeah, accidental yeah. text message. So the second night, right? Like we survived the first night. Like again, like we're still just like, we're in, trying so hard to be in party mode. And it was just so impossible. Cause like every time like we were trying too. to relax, it was like something kept happening. So then the second night we're literally hanging out and like enjoying ourselves. Nothing had happened all day. We had survived the night before and we were like starting to think like, okay, whatever, hopefully we'll be fine. And then I get a text message from the owner of the house saying, this is the message I got from them. And then it was the, it was my text message, my original text message complaining about the kids being there. And so then he's, he, he accidentally resent that to you instead. He of resent it to me instead of sending it to the neighbors. And then he right. wrote, and then he wrote, you let your kids on my property one more fucking time and you're going to see what happens. 
<laughs> I was like, oh my Very god, threatening. this guy is so scary. Like, this guy himself is a fucking psycho too. And then he came back another, an- well, we think it was him. The, the, tr- the, the truck man came back again, slowly drove down on the yard and drove past the house staring at us again we're, and didn't say hello or ask if we need anything. So it's like either it's... Well, how do you the, know if that's the guy, though? You don't know that. It looked like sure. an, him from the photo, from the Airbnb photo. But again, it's like, if it is him, then why didn't he say hello? It's so creepy, you know? Like, are you just coming to spy on us? Also, there was like a whole studio that was like supposed to be a whole separate part of the house that we were supposed to have access to. He was like describing all the different things it could be used for he's like you could do yoga in there you could do it has a beautiful vista of the river and it did it was locked up and full of fucking garbage like we were so pissed about this experience now then the bear then we saw the bear on like the second or third day dave couldn't get over that emotionally like then he wouldn't go outside like because he was scared (laughs) that we were going to get attacked by a bear and and i'll end this story by saying that um, on one of the, the last nights, the bear was nights, running. To be fair, the bear was running, and apparently away they are coming him. out of hibernation. No, he, he wasn't running away from us. He was running adjacent, not toward us, but he was running adjacent, <laughs> an adjacent run indeed. He, we were walking towards the stream, and so was he. Just like in the next yard over, not you know what I mean. We were both heading the yeah. same way. Right. Um, maybe it was what well, maybe it was the fat kid uh anamorphing into a bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking that he probably could have got scared off of the other side of the street. But um but anyway, on the one of the last nights we did we were out on the porch and we did see uh we heard a commotion, like a rustling from the trees, and so we all turned and looked, and then what came flying through uh the trees Turkey. but a majestic bald eagle right wow. over our heads <laughs> right over our heads it was amazing like so we could see it so it was like a beautiful perfect sighting of a bald that eagle that was the skinny kid <laughs> yeah that was the animal from the other kid um but yeah so that was pretty much the highlight was seeing the eagle and the rest of the time we real we all had ajita and were terrified of um, getting murdered by those rednecks. Well, do you guys wish you had a little weapon on you? Would that have made you feel a little more safe? We all slept with knives, but like, what are we going to do with the knife if these? I like, put the knife between guys? my ass crack. I agree, the knife isn't great. But what if I were to you know, push, <laughs> push you guys on a little thing sling action where you could launch clay pellets at uh, <laughs> thick and thin over there on the other side of the water? No evidence. Obviously, uh, they break up, and uh, you know you, you can't. <laughs> prove that in court that they are clay they wash away right clay Um, is natural so you know is that something that you guys might be interested in a home invasion sense and just kind of protecting your property um not really jeff it doesn't sound like it would do jack shit to be quite honest it's very home alone though jeffrey yeah if you rail rail someone in the in the face yeah they you better believe they'd be you know atving back home crying to them they'd be and again picking up their gun to bring back yeah, yeah, right. That's, that's what, what we were that's so when scared you load of. Up on your slings, though. You've got and we slings on each finger. We like literally had to like climb out of a window. Like Joe had to climb when we tried to go. The three of us tried to go out at one point during the day. We lo- we had to lock up the entire house from inside, and then Joe had to climb out of a window because we 
To keep the door locked? To keep the doors locked. It was just so ridiculous. Then he had to go back in through the window, Yes, then he had to go back in through the window and and let us back in. It was just so... I mean, it was funny, but it was also, like, not for how much money we fucking spent for one week to be tortured, basically. Very, very juicy stuff. Did you see the family on the way out? Did you... Any other interactions with them? Did The pig people? A horn honk. The pig people? Hey, guys. Sorry for any trouble we caused. The other thing was that Joe had, drives pretty fast and Joe had gone speeding by uh, on his way in, he let us know. So, like, I don't know if that angered the pig people, like, to let them, I, I don't know. It seemed like they knew we were obviously, they knew that we are obviously guests and they seemed to be trying to take advantage of that and kind of and show their dominance. I don't want you, your Airbnb people coming up this way. Yeah, like, this is our ATV track. You might think this is your house. Oh, and then, oh, fuck, Dave. And then you, and then, you know, we were almost scot-free. We were so close to being scot-free with also, like, with him being completely at fault, like, all of these horrible things happening. And he still is completely at fault. It was like, you're a terrible Airbnb host. But Dave to this giant head on the hammock and ripped it. You ripped the hammock, Dave? Yeah, I'm 220 now, so that'll do it. <laughs> That's fine, you know. A couple it's better than burning or a fire fireway, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. It's either I'm stupid, I'm fat, or I'm ugly, and it's usually all the above. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Jeff always gets a crack out of it though. <laughs> No, I think fat and ugly are probably yeah. the same thing, though. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Wow, you're body shaming. That's no, interesting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was actually really mean. I regret saying that. Yeah, um, I was, was just thinking. I was thinking specifically of the pig folk, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. And the mother was wearing, like, one of those, like, you know, <laughs> fucking <laughs> uh, Joe. What's that Joe uh, Boxer Momo. brand? Like, pink, uh, you know, meth robe. Like, a pink, like, uh, you know, like, gone, baby, gone. Like, yeah, scary. Mother meth. Yeah, it was really like my family has been here alone. Oh, they were very, and you know, it's like we we were kind of got freaked out about like we were trying to like buy a house up there in that area, and it's like after this week, we kind of realized like, are we like naive about like what this like. Like, I don't America. Know. It's like, America. Are we, like, thinking you know, that this is day. such a cute little beautiful pristine Guns, area. God. I thought that like was like hipsters up there. And it kind of definitely there is that element. Like there's tea shops and all this, you know, cute stuff that seems like it's such a great area. But then it's like there's like a ton of people with machine guns that hate us. You stand for. Yeah, I feel like feel like, I don't know. It's I don't know. Big city Maybe folk. it's because you guys have that coexist bumper sticker on your car. <laughs> <laughs> when we yeah. all know there's one gad. There's actually Trump kind of a lot of houses like that out there, which is a little bit concerning. Like the Trump, like, let it go. Like, it's like the bad thing is like, all right, if you have, if you still have Trump 2020, like, that's like its own problem. But like the people with the 2024, Four, like, oh my god, like that's why you need the, that's why you, you need you need a, a solid fifteen plus acres house in the middle, and then you know no trespassing shot on you know what oh. you know whatever. Yeah, from, but you know what? I realize what happens like, when no, they come wanna, down that yeah, driveway. What happens when they quad. come? What ha- like we don't we realize we can't live anywhere remote. One. 
You get a gate and then you put it, in you're gating a fifteen acre property that's gonna run you forty. No, grand. you're gating the driveway. So when they come when they come on the property, no matter what, you shoot some shoot some warning shots off with your fingers sling. We we were talking about it when we were up there and we we're like, you know, this is why everybody in the country not only for like also for hunting, but it's like if you live in the country where it takes the police like, you know, 15 minutes to get there, even if they're fucking rushing, then it's like, no shit, you need a gun. It's like terrifying. We were like, oh my God. They were literally shooting tar, like they were shooting a machine gun into the night. Like they were shooting guns all night. Like they- Really? Yes. They Only were shooting- the first night or every night? Oh, every every night. night. Every night. They were shooting guns. They were like doing so target like shit cannons. at night. Yeah, yeah, it was horrifying. Really? And it kept making us think like they already have some beef with us. They know that the police got sent there because of a uh, after their confrontation with us. Like, what if they? We don't have a. You know, it's like, what are they gonna? What if they come down here with their gun? These people God. are they're 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 all talk no walk. We learned that on January sixth. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. I ain't got no plan. They don't want to. They don't want to get caught up in the system. I I honestly am terrified. This is why I think I was saying recently. Like I'm. It's not even about the. It's not even so much about the Trump thing specifically. It's just about like the. I'm scared of teenagers. Like I'm scared of like, and also I'm scared of people that want to intimidate or scare other people. Like, if you want to spend your time doing that, then I I don't trust your, I don't trust what you could potentially do in the right or wrong situation, you know? Like, I think, like, even if it's a teen, and, you know, teenagers, Joe at one point was trying to be like, well, they are teenagers. I mean, what are they going to do? It's like, what? Teenagers do the worst shit ever. Teenagers are so stupid that they do kill people and they don't even realize the fucking repercussions. (laughs) They, like, do it, for to like as a dare, like I'm more right. scared of teenagers than a than well, a regular. I don't adult. know about that. I, I'm you know. So today I actually had a little interaction with a garbage man. Uh, he ended up calling me an asshole, and then I like stopped on my bike and I was gonna say you know t- kind of turn around, but he was why? actually well. Why the- was he calling you an asshole? Because uh, I was biking and he was like kind of like taking out the trash, and I guess they almost hit him a little bit. He was in the bike lane though, to be honest. But also, I guess he has to be because he's doing his shit. Uh, and he goes, he goes, I bike past him. And I actually had to stop short to not hit him. And then I like kept going. And he goes, thanks. Uh, thanks for the warning. And I, I think I like kind of threw up one of my hands. I was like, what are you going to do? And then he goes, asshole. And then I kind of no. like, and then I braked. Uh and oh. kind of tur- turned around because you know I get a little heated in those situations. As yeah, well. of course you um, all, you instigate them too for sure. And then and then <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, so but, and he's driving though, so he actually leaps back in the garbage truck and he kind of starts pulling up. So I actually just got on the sidewalk and I heard him say "what." Oh, <laughs> and then and then what? And then I kind of uh, decided to pussy it smile off. it off. No, not, <laughs> not pussy it off. I decided to not engage. It was. It's a very hot day today. Uh, he's a civil servant. Uh, he might be a little angry, but I'm not going to fuel that anger. Uh, Plus, that him and his him. garbage <laughs> truck versus you and your bike. It's a pretty yeah. obvious, uh, pretty clear winner well, there. Well, you know, uh, interactions like that can can lead to violence at home, and that's not something I want to be a part of. Yeah, exactly. Amen. Amen. And I said, eat shit, garbage man. Stink. 
Because then you stink like garbage, fuck man. <laughs> You're a bad, bad boy. You know that, Jeffrey? I said you dropped some garbage there, garbage man. <laughs> and that's how You're the whole thing a dump actually on started. The yeah, should I just like, you know, <laughs> should have flung my feces at his windshield? All right, that's enough. No? Um, all right, so yeah, sorry that was so long, but I really felt the need to share because, yeah, you know, it was juicy. beautiful. It's a pretty it, good uh, uh, beef, if I do say so. Yeah, it's a beef. Yeah, consider that the beef. And then, you know, it was a gorgeous, uh, it was a beautiful trip. Like, the area is so beautiful, but... You know, it leads to questions. Now Dave and I are really questioning everything. Where where will we live? What will we do? Are we country folk or city folk? Or maybe somewhere in between? Suburbs is the best thing for I kids think, like you. Yeah, yeah, Dave and really needs... get a needs, little above-ground pool. Yeah, Dave Sounds needs nice. a, safe, a safe neighborhood. And, you know, ideally Dave would live inside your mother's womb again if he could. But I think, <laughs> oh my um, God, yes. He'll Nothing. settle for maybe a room in her house is what he also keeps uh, kind of <laughs> half seriously begging us to do. That's not a bad idea, actually. It's a terrible idea. What are you talking no, about? We're like not. 50 it's a wonderful years old. Idea. We We're need not a 50. house. We need a place I'm to live. 15. Jeff's 15, no. and you're on the wrong side of 40, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you could shack up there for a couple months, though. Keep saving those paid fuck checks. no. Eat Why that good would we chicken do that? Stew. Why would we do that? We have enough You've done that with your family for the past year. For the Amen, pa- Jeff. Thank you, Jeffrey. For the, Jeff, for the you, pandemic. Jeffrey. For the Where pandemic. are you right now? I'm at my mom's house. It's still the pandemic. What are you talking about? Pandemic's uh, been over. Yeah, no, it has stop, not. Stop trying to make the pandemic happen. Yeah, okay. if, you, if you could have your dream, the pandemic would never end. No, that's kind of you're kind of not wrong there, but it is still going on, actually. And you know what? Guess who wants everybody to take off their masks? Guess who wants everyone to take off their masks besides Jeff? Uh, the surveillance um, state. The surveillance state, actually. Yeah, because you know what? Everybody wearing these masks. It's a yeah, it lot fucks harder. With the system. It fucks with the police. It fucks with the system. It fucks with the security cameras. So there's other reasons why. So the you CDC- want so you you want security when it comes to your rural home, but yeah. you don't. But you but you don't want security when it comes to uh, state sponsored security. I, see, I don't see the two as being related because a mask- it's all it's all a police state though. And uh, but it's but it's uh, at what degree Anna likes the police state? No, to, to work no, for her. it's not. I I think that the pandemic, we all wear masks to keep each other safe. I think it should become like a societal thing of respect, even when people, especially when people are sick forever. When you're sick forever, uh, any person with respect for others would obviously wear a mask now to like keep other people from getting sick. And maybe just wear it forever inside always, right? Like, don't you think it's so gross to think about everyone's breaths intermingling in enclosed spaces? It's like kind of revolting. Yeah, no, I, 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 I again, I like the masks um, um, inside. Uh, if you're walking around, I think if you're, if you're still like in a movie theater, it's kind of not fun to wear. Yeah. But I think I your breath of- isn't really traveling as much as, as if you're walking around the grocery store breathing on all the apples like Dave probably does, turning them from, right, from green to, to red. <laughs> 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 
You guys have a lot of fun at my expense, and I've, I want to tell you, those days are over, all right? Those days are over. Why, Dave? Because I'm going to start standing up for myself. I just bought a handgun the other day. David! And the next person that messes with me is going to get a third eye. David, that's not funny. You can't say Jesus. things like that. It's <laughs> really playing disturbing. This in court. Guys, this show David. isn't all about being harassed by the Trump 2024 supporters. Uh, it's it's a... <laughs> It's about our whimsical, beautiful, disgusting brains and what we come up with, our, our, our beautiful minds, if you will. And we have three beautiful minds up in the pig pen today trying to get muddy with us. Uh, and, and let's get right into it. First up in the pig pen, you know him best as the ugly fat twin. He's El <laughs> Davy, the baby Rosenberg. Davy, what do you have for us today? Well, anyhow, folks, how you doing out there? Uh, guys, allow me to pose a question. Please do. What's the worst part about eating your fast food fries? Mm. When they get cold, Davo. Yeah, yeah that's, when that's they get good. cold or um, maybe a few too many kind of fall on the bottom of the bag, which is actually kind of a nice surprise every now and then. But oh, I would say the, the ketchup application is too hard. Yes, Jeffrey, the ketchup application is way too hard. And I, for one, am sick of it. I'm sick and I'm tired of it. There's just no good way to apply the ketchup. Mm -hmm. You either have to, especially when you're on the move, you know, especially right. when you're driving, uh, you know, you, you have to break open these bags, squirt a little bit on, um, but then you're going to, they end up being all up on the top of the fries and you have to maneuver your fingers around the ketchup so you can eat the fry with the ketchup on it and not end up eating a ketchup fist, a ketchup finger, if you will. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm really excited about my new idea today. Uh, folks, allow me to introduce to you a brand new way to get those ketchups on those fries. Introducing, introducing the Catch Me Ketchup Fry Holder. All right. And what this does is it's, uh, it's basically, um, at the bottom of your, uh, um, uh, what do you call them at the bottom of your uh, uh, fry box or uh, fry box? There's going to be a latch that will open up and allows you to dip the bottom of the fries into that ketchup latch. It's actually called ketchup mm. latch. And so what we're doing is we're getting those fries all ketchupy at the bottom. You're pulling them up. You're eating them. It's simple. It's safe. And if we think it's really a way to embed the ketchup in the bottom of the fry box. That way, uh, you know, it's not getting everywhere. It's not um, compromising other fries. Um, this is just a, basically um, think of uh, one of your trap doors, basically, that you can pull open and you might you fall. Pull open, though. Yeah, you take you take the the block away. Why, why not have it always kind of be thinning in there if you're eating oh. them right away? Well, the kids, Jeff, the kids like the latch door. We've tested it. Uh, and it's a little How something does that, that work, you, though. Out it's of a little. I like the idea. So you, you pop something or you, you slide something open and, and then the yeah, fries fall down. Yeah, you just pull it out. You, yeah, you pull it out. The fries fall down. 
And you'll find when you pull it out, there's a code there to get another free <laughs> fry at the end of the week. Oh, really? um, well, that's cool. For, from who? Where? From your local participating um, <laughs> McDonald's. Right. That's so yeah, we've done, we've done some early tests at McDonald's. This this is basically where we're at. This thing is uh, really special. We're seeing kids go nuts for this kind of stuff. It might even replace the Happy Meal in terms of kid. It's almost like can you keep the fries out of the lava? So now kids are actually trying to keep their fries out of the ketchup. Believe it or not, something we wouldn't think <laughs> they would do, but they're having a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> well, oh. well can't they just not uh, take the latch out to not get ketchup on them though yeah but you know you're kind of saucing your friends by like yeah pulling, yeah pulling, yeah pulling the, so, the rug from underneath their feet if you will yep the the floor is lava and lava is ketchup is we're finding a lot of kids playing around with that theme um, and are you only doing ketchup there dave or or do we, we are only doing ketchup. barbecue or something nope. like that no you cannot we are what only kind doing of ketchup, ketchup are you working with there uh specific heinz uh, heinz the big money people big k yeah and so we we're finding that uh a lot of people are having a lot of fun with this um uh, you can't you can't apply ketchup to your fries while you're driving, um, and and you know there's really just no great way to apply the ketchup to the part of the fry that you wanna uh, don't want to touch. And, you know, and, and so, say say I remove this latch, uh, is that like a piece of paper that now has ketchup on the bottom? Where do I put something like that? What do you think regarding? That's that a great issue? question. We're finding a lot of kids are having fun sort of packing that up into a little ball and using it as a sort of a spitball 2.0 where instead of spit, it's going to be a wet, wet ketchup ball that they can sort of fing sling towards one another. Oh, uh, I, like that. I love that yeah. cross-promotional shit. And it makes it look like they've been shot because, you know, the ketchup re- resembles blood. Right. So it's, it's actually that a lot be more good fun. For, for some movements. Um, wow, Dave. Uh, did you give me a name? Did you give us a name for this? You know, I sort of ballpark and workshopping some names. Um, I kind of like uh, about catch down instead of catch up. <laughs> Jeff, awesome, very it's awesome. Not, re- not really that catchy though. No, it is. It, oh, it it's is pretty catchy. catchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty catchy. Catch down. Yeah, Jeff, catchy. that is awesome. That's the catch down. Um, this is. I don't no, know if I love the catch down. I the do, Jeff. Down. It's, it's the catch I down. Like it's, it. It's uh, it's something that we're already getting getting into a lot of McDonald's and the cat skills. Um, <laughs> it's going to be of no cost to you, so um, you can't really be an investor in this because we're already going to the big brands. What up do you top. mean it's of no cost? Are you probably going to have to pay extra for all that ketchup? They probably give you those small packets of ketchup because they're saving so much money from not giving you. Uh, you know, I'm thinking you're going to have to use. You know, think of think of the tangy barbecue sauce at McDonald's. It's it's probably uh, three or four of those deep of ketchup. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Dave. Yeah, yeah, but they're trying to skimp on the ketchup, and this is really like about like get, being no, generous with the ketchup. No, no, it's not because too often you have too much ketchup, not not enough. Mm. What in the packets? I suppose because you get tired of opening them up only for. You know, kind of that tablespoon, uh, whatever yeah. you, you would say would be that amount, um, right? Tablespoon, I would imagine. Well, the Is cost it- doesn't get passed on to the consumer here. The big brands are seeing it as a 
fun way to offer something, an alternative to the Happy Meal. Um, and that's why it's going to be a But it's McDonald's, though, isn't it? It is McDonald's, Jeff. So maybe they're going to increase the price of fries in the future. But that's not something we're dealing with on our end. Um, and so in terms of being a customer and investor, of course, he can be a customer. But we're not really selling these packets for at-home use. We don't really see the... the uh, of course, you of course. See the benefit yeah, no, I that. don't think anyone was thinking this was for home use necessarily. Yeah, yeah. You got your own ketchup bottle. I would go with Hunts personally. Heinz is kind of, kind of, kind of like the. Uh, um, I'm thinking uh, the bastard Philip Morris uh, of the ketchup world, mm, or yeah. even the Enron, if you will. So uh, that's Hunt, the catch. Is a nice family brand. It sure is. Uh, Ethan Hunt, if you know the great grandson. <laughs> Mission Impossible reference there. Shout out. Big ups. That's the catch down. Are you guys in as customers or investors? Yeah, I'm in as a customer, Dave. Big, big fan of it. Love it. Nice. Anna? I'm into it, Dave. I love ketchup. I love fries. And I love you. Nice. Folks, clap it out for me. Next up in the pig pen, you know him worst as the evil El Jefe, the chef, Jeff Rosenberg. Jeff, what do you have for us today? Hey guys, how's everyone doing out there today? Good. Okay. Something you see on a label that really makes you think, hey, this is kind of uh, worth more because, uh, because you know, it, it, it wasn't made by a machine or, you know, something handmade. Like hand, handcrafted. Handcrafted, yes. So what I'm actually pitching to you guys today is is kind of a little workaround for that, okay? And what we're doing is, and what do you usually see that handmade on? What types of stuff do you see that which give it, you know, kind of uh Woodwork, perhaps? Woodwork, uh-huh, yeah. Handmade uh, bench, for, for example. Maybe your... Um, your jewelry, perhaps. Jewelry, yeah, that's great. Clothing, uh, anything like that. So what we're doing is we're actually taking the big machines that are used uh, to make these products, right? Think, think about your big IKEA centers where you have your 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 robots uh, uh, spinning and swerving, uh, you know, kind of prefabbing all this stuff together. But you know, you gotta, you can't say handmade at the end of the day. What I'm pitching today is is a machine that at the end of its production line, um, there is a uh, kind of a mechanical hand, if you will, that kind of uh, print, prints on the side, handmade, right? And and what we're doing here is is the that machine part is actually called what we're calling it the hand, okay? And the hand is part of this machine now. And and what we find here is that uh, not as it just only a loophole; it's a way to add kind of a personal touch uh, and say handmade, mm-hmm. and, and we do your hands, uh, you know. Uh, custom hands obviously because uh, that'll be part of your logo the handmade uh if you want it to be otherwise um us adding that piece to the machinery uh whether it screws in that last bolt or it tightens that that last nut uh that's enough for for us to call it handmade in this industry um so that's what we're doing we're pushing the handmade lifestyle um, across that that supply chain <laughs> I love it, Jeff. I'd love any loophole where you're sort of um, taking that mass production and and 
giving it the feel of the ordinary man, woman, mm-hmm. what have you, uh, putting in their own effort, their own work, um, sort of bringing the farm to table, uh, back to the big manufacturers and sort of, exactly. uh, you know, uh, where it deserves to be at the Ikea's of the world. Um, you know, the, someone, someone hand is making it, you know? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, someone is working on, you know, someone's fixing that machine that's working on that piece. Uh, you know, say it's a custom chess set, uh, but they're 3d printed. Okay. That last little polish on the end there will be from the hand attachment on this proprietary printer handmade. A loop around. I love it. A loop it. around, indeed. So that's the idea. It's kind of a, a quickie, if you will. But, you know, I feel passionately about this, um, bringing work back into the hands of the many, if you will. I think that's great. And I think everybody loves a handmade item, even if, you know, it's just the uh, the feeling that having it gives you, the simple uh, provincial feeling that you mm-hmm. have holding this special handmade item. So uh, I, I, for one, am a big proponent of this idea. And I, I frankly, am in. No, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, you're, I think you're doing for handmade what a lot of uh, companies did with the organics. You know, you're you're mm-hmm. taking Bring a run. Free trades, if you will. Right, right. So I, I love it, Jeff. I think it's a real special idea. I know you're kind of coming at us quick and these pitches are coming fast, but I, I think the best elevator pitches only take 60 seconds. I agree, Dave. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time and your money. Big time, big time, big time. Next up in the pig pen, she's our muddy buddy. She's Anna, married to Dame Von Dutch. Anna, what do you have for us today? Hey, how's it going? Um, so I actually was inspired by a lot of different ideas when we were on our vacation. Um, and obviously, you know, I'm going to want to be parceling them out a bit. Um, but one of them that really sticks out to me after you, uh, you know, spoke up earlier about that bear, David, mm-hmm. is really that, um, you know, bears and uh, cougars and mountain lions and all these type of things that oh, live wow. in the woods, you know. Yeah, exactly. Now we, you know, uh, as you know, post pandemic life, we're all going to be going up to the cat skills a lot more, I feel like. And, you know, everyone loves a good hike. And, you know, I uh, was reading about bear attacks actually a lot during this week because they do happen and there actually have been a lot of bear attacks recently. Um, and it made me think, you know, hiking, hike, hikers are the ones that get attacked by bears the most. And if you're hiking, you have all your other hiking gear, you have your carabiner, you have your mm-hmm. backpack, you have your, your shoes, you have all your, that, that hiking stuff. Why not carry a, a, a bear, a bear spear, a walking stick that is a spear at the end that could kill a bear, um, Whoa. immediately? Because you know what? One of the bear attacks I was reading about, they have this thing called bear spray. Um, that's, that's kind of like pepper spray for a bear. And, uh, this guy that got his skull crushed by a, a bear's, uh, he- mouth said that he had, that the bear ran white right through the bear spray. So I don't trust bear spray. They probably um, like it. It's probably all garlicky and delicious. Yeah, goes, exactly. Goes well with their salmon. Yeah, exactly. They use it for, they use that, they, they run through that shit for fun. It's also like a giant, enormous bear. Like apparently I've read a lot about these things. You know, they can run like 35 miles an hour. You're talking about the, the, the black bear. Yeah. Black, black bear. bear. Yeah. They, the, the big raccoons, if you will. They're real. That's what I, I, 
to be honest, and I'm not trying to sound cool here, I was not scared of the bear at all. It was Dave's and Joe's reaction to the bear that scared me ultimately. But my reaction to seeing it was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, Yeah, you're in uh, nature and kind of enjoying that. Type yeah, of like I love nature. I love being outside. I feel like I grew up like being outside and in the woods a lot. And I feel like I've seen bears and other animals like not so far away from me before like I don't know like I just feel like it wasn't so scary to me until Dave really freaked me out and I started reading more about it and it's like yeah I guess you could be unlucky and and come across the wrong bear and so maybe you you know you should have a walking stick that has a spear uh you know and I would hate to you know be really traumatizing to have to spear a bear but it would be traumatizing to get bitten. Are you throwing the spear at the bear, or are you kind of no? Like you're spearing the bear. If the bear, of... the bear is running at you in this instance right. with the guy that got his skull crushed by the bear. The bear just fucking charged at him, ran right through the spray, and like jumped on top of him and started eating his head. Right, and right. Uh, you know, if he had a spear in, that he's holding out in front of him instead of the uh, bear spray, the bear would have had a harder time. Honestly, the bear probably would have snapped the fucking spear in half in a second. Well, but just... not if it's like a strong spear. And I'm thinking like maybe it needs to. You remember that projectile? No, you remember that movie with um, uh, who's in it? Um, Hannibal and and Alan. Uh, uh, what's uh not Alan? Excuse me. Um, the actor from Thirty Rock. What's his name? Tracy Morgan. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Oh. And then Hannibal guy. You remember that? And they're like going out into the wilderness, and they kind of like start hunting. No, uh, that sounds fun. Oh wait. Oh oh, from like the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh Hannibal. I, I kept thinking you were talking about Hannibal Burris, but you're talking no. about a- Anthony Hopkins. Yes, Hopkins. Hopkins and Baldwin. Yeah, that movie's awesome. I forget what that's called, but I know exactly what you're talking but at about. And the uh, there's a bear, and I think Baldwin survives by kind of putting that, putting a, a you know, a handmade spear, uh, you kind of wedging it in the rocks and having the bear's body fall onto it. So I think this needs to kind of be like, you almost need to like have the back end of it, like buried in the ground a little bit, or like, you know, kind of like umbrella beach style thing. Yeah, uh, and then the the weight of the bear kind of pushes on it because I don't know if you wait. I don't want to kill the bear anymore. I was just thinking about it, and they are so cute. And it's like if a bear wants to kill me, then maybe that's what's meant to happen. Like I feel like mm-hmm. uh, maybe I maybe it's mean to kill a bear, a b- big beautiful yeah. bear. Yeah, well, why don't you call just call the police on him instead then? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one, you guys. But, you know, you do, there needs to be something to protect us better from these bears. But maybe maybe the bears, uh, I don't know. The bear's oh. the one that's running away from you. He's not, he's I not know, revving the his a- engines uh, exactly. uh, to intimidate you. Exactly. That's how I, I truly felt the same maybe way. You need I was a so. Spear. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Well, one of my other ideas, I guess I'll give you a two first since that one kind of sucked. One of my other ideas was a loud recording that you can play that you can leave on for when you leave your house. It's just two people like having a loud conversation about guns, like so that people think someone's home and that they have guns and like you're like clicking guns and stuff in the recording. What do you think about that? Clicking guns or shooting guns? I think it's like uh, you're clicking and cleaning when maybe it's like two people cleaning a gun and having a long talk about it, like being like, yeah, but it's, like- but it's really loud. Does it sound like it's coming out of a speaker? 
Mm, or that's that's what those, those fireplace videos do for you, you know? Yeah. Right. Just put them on a repeat. Right. Well, so, when we so left... They can't, they can't hear from 20 yards away, but if they step up to the porch and try it's to... A, it's a YouTube ads play. When God, we climbed out of the window, we had to leave YouTube playing because we didn't want the rednecks to, if they were going to, you know, because the scary thing about it was that since their house was right at the end of the driveway, it's like if we, they, not only do we not have a key, but then they could see every time we come and go, you yeah, know. They're probably There's, just coming to play with the Roku. Yeah, well, there, there wasn't even a TV in this house. We had to bring the fucking TV. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. I fucking hated this Airbnb, bro. It was so fucking bad. I'm so mad. Can you mad. get bad reviews? You can, right? So that's the whole other thing. It's like, of course we can give a bad review, but I don't want to even get involved with this guy because he's a that's, psycho. You tempt them to give you a bad review when you do that. Well, no, the way they do it is that you can't see either until, I think it's like 14 days or until you do it. So... He won't know if we gave him a review or not until 14 days go by and vice versa. So I'm worried that he's going to defensively give us a bad review because of Dave rip ripping his hammock. Um, and, <laughs> and because he's scared of us giving him a bad review, even though we left the place pristine and we don't deserve a bad review. We actually were tormented and uncomfortable for an entire week and paid over a thousand dollars for that. Like, Jeez. I feel like. I don't know. If he gives us a bad review, I'm going to be really upset. You guys, you guys can tune in next it. week and, and yeah. see whether or not we got a good or bad review. <laughs> Love I, I think I think both your ideas are good. I think the bear spare is needed. And I think, oh, Dave, uh, you're rushing out, huh? You can't wait. <laughs> you can't wait to get out of here, huh? His, his yeah. whiskey nose is blowing up already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's fucking getting the itch. He's getting Porous, the itch. Big, a little uh, Irish, Scottish fucking honk. Yeah. Conk, 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 conk. David, I really want you being responsible here. You don't need to fucking get the drunkest out of everyone. You don't need to prove to any anything to anyone. You can just uh, sip on a beer and and have a nice chat yeah, with your He's going to be over-talking, so he's going to have a dry mouth. Shut up, Jeffrey. Yeah. Shut up. Kind of lubricate you can that. Bullshit. But he has three drinks and then like a whiskey soda or something. Oh, but then, and then what? And then it's like, and then those two oh, are right. going to just leave shut them. Up, They're going to not even look after them up. at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shut exactly, up. Exactly. The story writes itself. Yeah, shut seriously. Up. Why don't you both shut up. Oh, God, David. You got to just be careful here. Come oh, on. It also, up. how embarrassing would it fucking be? Truly life ruining and embarrassing to get a DUI at this point. Like, it would be like <laughs> DUI. Rock fucking bottom. Oh, my God. Imagine Dave's mugshot. It would look like that Zombie Land fucking movie. It would be like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's classic. Love to see something like that, Dave. Well, be safe out there. Drive carefully. I always do. I always do. And don't forget, as always, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Oh, yeah. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got a chauffeur, make some more pearls. Now an open screw, Chardonnay with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.